best Kiwi event in New Zealand, this. Crossing New Zealand in one or two days. Why do I do it? Because I love it. Three, two, one, go! Well, welcome to the Kathmandu Coast to Coast podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping you get from New Zealand's west coast of the South Island to the east coast by running, biking and kayaking your way across some of the amazing landscapes. This podcast is brought to you by Team CP, your endurance coaching specialist. I'm Angus Petrie. And I'm Richard Greer. In this podcast series, we're going to share training advice from specialists, insights from past athletes and generally aim to help you achieve all of your goals from the start to the finish line of the Kathmandu coast to coast. Number five is alive Richard. Yep it's good to be back number five. Yep so we've come a long way so far. I want to today talk about something in a non-awkward way. Let's talk about the weather. <laughs> What's the weather doing today? What about that weather? What about that yeah, weather? Many it? people say, let's talk about the weather. <laughs> exactly. Well, um, it's interesting in terms of coaching people at the moment for the coast to coast, and a lot of people are trying to get out and over the course at this time of year. It's springtime, um, and there's lots to we- lots of westerly weather. The weather's all over the place, coming and going from a westerly to southerly, so therefore the river's up. The mountain run has kind of almost effectively been closed for quite a long time. Uh, those people that have got over it, uh, the rivers have been high and probably not like it is come race day as well. So a bit of be careful while you're in the mountains type stuff going on as well. Yeah, so if you're not a local and you don't have the local knowledge, what we're saying is, is that this, this spring time of year in Canterbury yep. uh, is a bit fickle yep. and can be up and down. Yep. The river levels are high. It's probably not going to be what it is on race day. Yep. There's probably going to be some serious volume go down it, which is going to change the route and things That's in it. Right, and like you say, the, the run has been a bit hit and miss whether you get over it. So as a training perspective, mm-hmm. does that mean we should be, you know, should we be doing more on the bike at this time? Because is there much point getting too carried away and oh, trying think- to do? I think you want to be at this time of the year, so we're, we're springtime, we're, we're um, about 10 weeks out from the races we're talking today, so you need to be doing it all, but actually being specific and getting on the course, you need to simulate that in your own terrain, wherever that might be. If you're looking to get to Canterbury and Christchurch, make sure you book a flexi fare, so you, because um, it might not happen, and I think that's the key thing, is if you, if you put some dates in the family diary, you might put two or three different dates maybe even four you might get one or two of those just based on what the weather's doing but definitely see if you can find a date in January because it's going to be more like what it is and the weather's always like this it's a typical pattern so and people can get a bit antsy about oh I missed that trip and I missed that 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 uh, experience across the course but it'll happen you just need to um, get a little bit of luck and uh, and make sure you don't go out when the weather is a bit dodgy because A, it's going to be completely different, hopefully for race day, and, and just be safe. Yeah, and it's not the be all and end all to do it, to get yep. across it, get prior knowledge, yep. but it certainly is an advantage. If you do actually get a site, you know, if this is your first time and you've never been there before, mm. 
it is definitely an advantage to get a sighter and just put some waypoints in your head and all those That's sort right. of things. Gives but you, not beat gives yourself you, up a bit. Exactly. It. Gives, it does give you confidence to know what you're actually up against and it helps you simulate your training in your own conditions, wherever that might be. But it's not a be all and end all. And if this is your first time, it does make a massive adventure for the actual race day when you head into that gorge and you look up to the right and there's all that beach forest and it's pretty pretty impressive. So so it's not a be all and end all, but if you do have the opportunity, make sure you stay safe and make sure that you pick your day. Yeah, and the one thing that will change, like we said, is the river and um, you might come down here or go training and there's a fair bit of flow and you're down there in no time and go, wow, this is great, this will be easy, come race yep. day, come race day, and there's no flow, yeah. and all of a sudden you're doing a whole heap of paddling, yeah. it's a different story. And against. there's rapids there that just weren't there when you come down previously, so so that's important. And yeah. and even the run, like it gets bedded in over the time a thousand people run across it sort of thing, across the course of their training, so there gets a few tracks laid in there, but after we've had a flood and uh, the, it all gets washed out again, there's no track, so it's always pretty rough at this time of the year as well. So yeah, that's the key thing is just be patient and pick your day. So just quickly, uh, as a coach uh, and as a competitor, yep. we're all interested. Where are you at? Again, are you making some progress? Have you got a run down there yet? Uh, I haven't been over the mountain run. We'll hopefully do that in the next week or two. I uh, got down the gorge last Friday, so that was really Dry? Good. Dry, dry hair, exactly. Yeah, my skinny boat, so uh, pretty stoked with that, actually. Uh, yeah, had a really good day. Uh, the river's flowing um, sort of reasonably high, so it's actually quite a quick trip, and uh, and it was actually relatively straightforward, uh, the, the, the river itself, because it was a bit higher compared to when it does get a bit low, lower and bony and more rocks and rapids kind of uh, are out there. So, yeah. No, I um, all in one piece. Boat's so, still in one piece, and so you're upbeat. You're yeah, upbeat. Good? Yeah, feeling good. Yeah, good. exactly. So training is adventure, and uh, it's good to be able to share that with some fun people as well. Good, great. So let's carry on because yep. again, we've got another whole episode to get through here. Absolutely. Uh, with some more exciting stuff. 100%. Our guest this week, Simone Meyer. So had a really good chat to her yesterday, and um, we yeah, she's an awesome person. So super enthusiastic. Loves everything about racing and competing and being an athlete. And uh, first time uh, on the top step of the podium that uh, of 2019 so yeah really good to be able to talk to her about that and she gives uh, some really good insights about her race and then what it means to be an athlete and what her background is as well I wanted to know more about her so right. that's pretty cool and, and and that hasn't come easy for her from what I understand right she's had to work pretty hard to get to where she's at for sure and uh, and exactly so um, a real breakthrough win for her so it's uh, really good to sort of hear how she did that and what are a couple of key things that, she, that how she did it Rich, this this next piece of the race uh, is where it gets quite different. Same race, but quite different for the two different, for the two days and the one days. 100%. So the two days will start early in the morning, um, and they'll go off in waves of, of 10 riders down the road. Ranked from the day before, or how does that, yeah, how does that ranking right. So work? it's a bit of a change in the last few years. So ranked, depending on where you finish your mountain run, you'll be racing with the people that you finish with effectively. So that makes it quite interesting in terms of who's, who's on the river and you're actually racing the person next to you, which is cool. So that means that uh, that the yeah 10 riders, so you ride as a bunch and, and actually get open over the hills well to get down to your boat. 
Right. So, but the but and then the one day as they've come straight off their run, yes, and they're actually probably spread out because they've all come off the yeah. run. Spread out like brand cows by this stage. Uh, depending on who's around you, it's uh, like you're not allowed to draft, so it's only your own thing. And for me, actually, this for the longest day, it's actually probably one of the toughest parts of the race. Like your legs are trashed, and you have to get back on your bike and try and ask them to do some biking now. Uh, and then also, there's uh, maybe a nutrition component that you want to add in there for you, or depending on how you're going to manage that for your race as well. So there's so let's just talk about the uh, the legs come off the mountain run mm -hmm. for the one dayers. Um, I guess this is a great chance to spin the legs back out again. Yep. Uh, you know, you want to be making as much time as you can on this bike ride, but at the same time, you've just done a, a world of hurt yep. on that goat pass, and there's yep. an opportunity to just get some form and get some. Uh, you know, some straight up and down that's going on and just turn those sure. legs over and get them. Because of course, you want them to get rid of a bit of all of that soreness before you get yourself in the boat for five hours. That's right, you don't want to think about that right now. That's a, a change is as good as a holiday, so that's the best thing about a transition. And the two days have just started from having a night off, so everybody knows what happens after yeah, a night off. You're tough. as stiff and sore and whatnot, so it's yep. again a good chance for them. Spin the legs out, yep. uh, get the blood flowing, get all the muscles woken up again and, and you know, Make sure everything's ready to go. 100%. And that's why I think the two day, like you think, how am I going to get started again? And you get out of bed and I'm feeling so old. But as soon as you get down the road and across that first little bridge after 500 metres K down the road, you're like, you almost forgot about what you've just done uh, for a two day. Um, so, yeah, just get into it and see how you feel. Don't think I'm going to feel bad. It's just actually let's just go and, and see what happens and, and ride with a few others, try and hold on to a wheel and, and carry on. And there's a couple of rollers. It's 15 Ks long, but there's a couple of rollers that. You've yeah, got to go up and down. Yeah, to get you'll be there. out of your seat, sort of uh, quite sort of down into your granny gear to get up and over. It's a tough. There's a couple of tough wee hills, and also some quite steep, fast descents as well. So that's something to be aware of. Yep. So without getting, you know, it's it's 15 k's. It's got some rollers. There's going to be some ups and some downs, and you're going to have sore legs and things. Yep. There's a whole lot more to this little leg. Like let's face it, it's probably one of the shortest legs apart from the yep. run off the beach. But there's a yep. whole lot to this. And when I say that. You know, there's a whole lot of tactics to play out here in regards to potentially what shoes you're going to wear and because of course our, your next destination is Mount White yep. uh, for, the kayak. for the kayak and you've got to come from the road down to your kayak. Yeah, so actually this is probably one of the trickiest things to try and figure out is what shoes are, am I going to wear, how am I going to do that? So you get out to the, to the end of the bike and you've got a, about a 1k run down the road, gravel road, So and it's quite like thick gravel so you need to have shoes that are actually comfortable to run in. Um, so basically you've got a few different options there. So I ride in my road shoes, great, so you have got you can bike really well. It's going to take you at least half an hour to 45 minutes or so to get that bike ride done. Uh, and then what do I change into? Do I change into my running shoes to be able to run down the hill? Or do I change into my paddling shoes if they're stable and solid and, and cushioned enough to be able to get down the hill? What, so that's the thing that you need to decide. Now let's just clarify that. If you're a two-dayer, you have to rack your bike at the top yourself. No, so no, you're going to carry it down. Carry it, yeah, so if you're a two-dayer, you have to push your bike down the hill. So that's something. Okay, so if you're going to take other shoes, your kayak booties or running shoes, you have to physically carry them somehow That's on your right. bike or in, in your, your back pockets back of your pocket shoe. or your bag or something like that to, to take them off and so change. That, so that comes into play there. Now, am I better in a set of mountain bike shoes, which means that you'll uh, need a good, good support crew to change pedals the night before. Yep. And then, of course, change them back again for the later on coming. Yep. So that gives it makes it a bit more technical and tricky. So try and keep it simple, I think, is an important thing. But, but yeah, that is an option. Yep. And also, I'm going to stuff some running shoes or my kayak booties in my back pocket. And I'm going to do a quick change at the top uh, and then run down the hill. Yep, that's right. 
if I'm a one dayer, I rack my bike at the top with a support crew there. Is That's that correct? Right. Yeah, exactly. So they can uh, you rack your bike. You don't have to push it down the hill, and, and the support crew can give you whatever you want. They can give you maybe some food, but also uh, your shoes and and whatever shoes you want at the top of the hill. So then you can jog down, walk down, however you need to do it down the hill to get to your bike. Yeah, so I've seen uh, over the years, you know, some people actually uh, ride in either flat pedals and running shoes yep. or the old-fashioned uh, toe clips. Yes, that's right. Um, but, you know, a mountain bike shoe, if you're going to stay in the shoes, is probably the better option. Yeah. Or your road shoes, uh, just for that, making sure that your feet are in the right place on your bike, making sure you've got good form in your legs, whereas sometimes if you try and do that sneaker and flat pedal thing, you bend your knees and you do and all those funny things and you're right. not you're actually getting recovery and it's not as efficient is it biking with uh, with flat shoes with, with uh, so yeah i'd go with what you're used to and go with what you practice with and go with what you're comfortable with and hey it doesn't take too long to change so just actually make sure you're efficient at changing your shoes as you need to and get down the hill well okay so then we get to the bottom of the hill and uh we've we've entered that kayak transition which is another whole section on its own 100%. so uh, on this occasion we're going to leave that there and we'll delve into that uh, kayak transition in the next episode just due to that there are some you know technical aspects going on there yeah there's lots to get into to make sure you you get dressed properly and put the right thing on at the right time and then you can get down the river and uh, be set to have an awesome paddle bloody good right hey? well we've done one thing and we've made another step forward and we're at that next transition so until next time Loving these breakdowns, Richard. There's, there's just so much to this race, isn't there? And so many little, you know, nooks and crannies that you need to uncover and think about and all the different things you need to think about. Yeah, intricacies is probably the word, isn't it? And uh, if you're well prepared, then you're going to go well. But, uh, yeah, those are good things to start practicing in your training now. Yeah, so just, you know, really enjoying breaking those bits down and, and, and I'm even learning again. Um, so does that mean you're going to come back? Gonna... <laughs> We've talked about this before. Let's, let's, <laughs> we'll let's move on. on. Let's yeah, talk right. about the weather. <laughs> um, again, as always, excited for our guest speaker yep. uh, this week, Simone. Simone, yeah. No, so we had a really awesome chat with her. So really looking forward to sharing her story, her background, uh, a, a few things that went on her race that maybe didn't exactly wasn't planned for, but she coped with really well and uh, and managed to win it, which is awesome. Well, let's sit back and let me roll the tape. Hi team, it's Richard Greer here. I've got Simone Meyer with us today. Super excited to have you on the program, Simone. How are you getting on today? Yeah, pretty good. Not too bad. I've just been relaxing here and watching the rain. <laughs> There's a lot of rain coming down. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. So um, super stoked to have you on the program. Coast to Coast 2019 uh, champion, longest day champion, uh, and just super awesome person and all-round athlete as well. So stoked to be able to have a bit of a chat to you today. Um, how do you feel sitting back in your armchair watching the rain outside knowing that you achieved that? Pretty pretty awesome. Like I'm definitely stoked that I finally won that race <laughs> after three attempts. <laughs> um, it wasn't easy, but uh, you know, winning a race shouldn't be should never be easy. Um, with a few hiccups along the way. But um yeah, no, I was super happy. Um yeah, no, nah, it was awesome. Brilliant. Hope and, to do uh, it again. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And um, and a couple of hiccups along the way. Tell us about those. 
Oh, did you not listen to my my Finnish Finnish speech at the prize giving? <laughs> yeah, no, I did. But there'd be a few people that were listening it was that listened, didn't it? Going on yeah. and on and on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you want to give us a couple of quick highlights of uh, because that's a part of the thing with this race, isn't it? There's not uh, you're not going to get it right, and there's so many different factors that affect your performance. It's not so much what goes wrong; it's how you cope with it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Probably the most major thing I had was then I that I actually crashed into a car, which was I take full credit for myself, like for the whole thing. And it was my own dumbness, literally just, you know, when you saw in your, in your racing zone and I was just flying over that one way bridge and I didn't realize you've got this 90 degree turn yeah. to the left and I just hit that van. But I, right. yeah, I was pretty lucky. <laughs> <laughs> and awesome. yeah, I, was yeah. Like, <laughs> I thought when I hit the cars, like my race is over, but um, I got up and, um, the people were pretty concerned, but I, I just, you know, everything seemed to work all right. Um, so I jumped back on the car and I gave the car driver my race number and I said, talk to the volunteer, get in touch with them with whatever. <laughs> I need to carry on. Sorry, yeah, I'm busy. I've got, I've got a wee job to do here. I'll be <laughs> yeah, back. I'll yeah. be in touch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah classic. That, that's awesome. Then I jumped on the bike and it seemed all right, but the brakes were somehow locked and yeah, that was a bit of a nightmare, but I thought I just have to get going, you know, even if it's shuffle pace, even if, to, even, even if I have to pick up the bike and run to the next TA, but I just need to get going. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. But somehow they, they just unlocked themselves again, so I was happy. Um, right. I was just so lucky, like more luck than anything. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you take it. Yeah. I mean, uh, with anything, you, you have to have a bit of luck, and luck is a part yeah. of it as well, isn't it, to be able to, to, be yeah. able to do that. So, yeah, pleased that you were able to bounce off that van uh, enough and sort of yeah. carry on in the right direction. Yeah. yeah and yeah, then yeah. the next thing, I came out of the boat, and then I, got, I heard that I got a time penalty um, because, um, oh, it was, again, my own fault. I didn't read, you know, we always say we, or, you know, we make sure we, we meet me read all the rules and the yes. handbooks and stuff and yeah oh well i thought i did but obviously i didn't <laughs> so they changed they changed a few things at the tas that when you come off the run which in the past your support crew they were allowed to help you with your gear and your yes. bike handout but this year or maybe even last year you're not allowed they're not allowed to touch anything yeah um i think apart from your backpack so Again, it was my fault because I should know better and I should tell my support crew, don't do this, you know, what you yes, can and yes, can't yes, do. But yes. I just forgot about it. or I didn't even read about it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and in the moment of racing, it is just what it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I think that kind of fired me more up and I was like, okay, I've got a time penalty, but now I really have to get on that bike and just ride the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah, so did you have to stop by the side of the river or did you just get on your bike and know that you're serving the penalty at the end? How did that work? Um, so yeah there was no saying about to stop and sit it out it right, was okay. just like you got a time penalty of was it one or two minutes yeah um and so for me it was just like okay i just have to ride Make ahead ahead way ahead yes. of the girls to have at least more than two minutes or like three minutes you know that i have a clear sure. win <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I so yeah so and what did how, do you, how did you cope with that mentally because that's tough that can really muck with your mind when you're when you're trying so hard and something just left field that you're like hang on is that even fear how do you deal with that oh well I guess in the moment I just I knew I got a penalty there's nothing I can do about it and there's no no point to I don't know yep start thinking about protesting or whatever you know it's like I just had to get on the bike and just Literally, I just wanted to ride 
as fast as I could and make up a lot of time, then I that I've got a clear win. <laughs> you yes, know. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So just let's get something done about it. Let's we can't affect what's happened. Let's just look in the yeah. future and and do what yeah. I can control. And just get over that line and then see what's happening. So in terms of uh, so coming back into um, into the into your race in 2019, like you had a couple of cracks at it from uh, the previous couple of years. So what were your two kind of things that you wanted to try and get right coming into the 2019 race? Things that maybe didn't go so well in the previous couple of years? Um, one big thing I learned, and I probably have to credit a few people like Jess Simpson's help. Jess Simpson helped me with that. Mm -hmm. And um, even Emily Miatska yeah. um, is just getting ready and not yeah. just ready for the race day, but getting ready early enough. So this year I made sure I had everything ready, mm -hmm. not a week before the race, almost three weeks before the race. Okay. Yep. So then <laughs> you, you know, like week stuff and, and it's not yeah. last minute. I'm trying to fix my boat. I'm actually fully yes, ready. Or, or bikes or tires or last minute. I don't know. Just little things yep. that could potentially go wrong. And it just takes off so much stress. You know, yes. I, I know, I mean, I'm, I'm still even, you know, it's, it's a learning thing, but usually you always leave it sort of last minute and you think, oh, the last week, because I'm going to table, I've got all this time, but no, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> or then you are tired and you want to sleep, but you've put yourself into this box that you're going to get all your gear ready. And, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, I don't know. That, that helped me a lot. Just Yeah, um, good. So, so it means that you're more relaxed coming into it. You can think more about your race day rather than dashing around doing those last minute jobs. Yeah. Uh, because it, because this, yeah. this has got a, a date, isn't it? It's this date and this time that everyone's going to be ready. And if you're not ready, well, too late. We're going to go now. Yeah. So, you have to, so, so, I mean, that's a, one of the best things about this event in terms of people training for it as well, just to go, I've got to get myself organized. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And because it's such a big event and it's such a big day and, it takes a lot of effort and yeah, you want to be really organized just uh, not just a week before, like a few weeks before. <laughs> yes, <laughs> if yes. things go wrong, you still have a bit of time and it's not too overwhelming if, I don't know, suddenly a few things go wrong or they're not how they should be, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah brilliant. <laughs> so I don't know. That's what I thought. Um, I felt this year was a lot better. Yeah, I mm -hmm. was a lot more organized and yeah. that just made me a lot more relaxed. I felt like I had everything in place. I didn't have to rush around in the week leading up and um, that was great. And just, yeah, I just had a lot of things or everything organized. It was pretty amazing. Yeah, <laughs> Even good, my good. partner said, um, wow, I've never seen you so organized. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah, yeah good. So, so that's, a, that's a key tip to share, right? Eh? Just make sure you're super, super organized and it'll make your whole sort of weekend experience be so much better. Yeah, totally agree with that. Um, yeah. You mentioned like we're going back again, like you mentioned in terms of your um, your background and things in Germany. Um, you've written a few articles in the past about just you've had a bit of a tough upbringing of a few things went on there. And um, and in terms of your mental uh, capabilities to push and dig deep now, how do you feel that that sort of background that you've had, how do you how do you how do then you take that? as a positive for yourself going forward and racing and, and especially the 2019 edition of the coast to coast. Um, I think my, my past has helped me quite a lot, especially racing. I think just by um, putting your head down and you just have to do what you have to do back in the days it was, I have to do those things just to survive basically. Mm -hmm. And now as I, I, 
poverty transfers into a race and it's like, you know, not that I'm fearing for my life, but you know, mm -hmm. your adrenaline kicks and you, and you're just going to run or bike as fast as you can. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, this yeah. time I got a, I got a different goal. I want to win. So I'm aiming for something. I run after something, you know, yes, 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 <laughs> for sure. and I guess, um, then the sort of the pain kicks in and I guess I learned just to kind of not ignore the pain, but I can push a long way and just, yeah, kind of blend it out. Like I, it doesn't even bother me too much. I just mm -hmm. accept it and I just push through it. Like it's just part of the whole thing, which can be, I guess for a lot of people quite very, or it's, it's very uncomfortable, but because I had to do this so often in my past, um, yeah from a very young age that it just becomes a bit not normal, but I guess I just found it a lot easier to deal with. If that's, yes, if yes, that makes yes. sense. Yes, that's right. Yep. To, yeah. To deal with this and to, to, to control your mind and to be able to cope with this uncomfortable situation, which it is. I mean, nobody wants yeah. to, to hurt. Uh, like our mind is not set up to hurt, is it? But if you've had experiences yeah. and, and you kind of go back to going, well, it's not as bad as that. I can go bigger here. I can go better here. I can carry on. I can dig yeah. deeper now. Um, oh yeah, and I guess usually you get told, "Oh well, if something hurts, then you should stop." You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> why would you? Why would you want to hurt yourself or push you through yourself? Push yourself through this horrible feeling, or but yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Um, that, some that, events, it's just yeah. It, that makes the finish line that much more satisfying, doesn't it? When you've overcome adversity oh, yes. and you've dug deeper yes. and you've got a few war stories because you've bounced off a van and you've done all this yeah. other stuff. It just makes its story even better for you, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't wish to have the same next year, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, let's, let's cross that off of something that you've done now. Don't need to do that yeah. again. Yeah. Um, in terms of for, for young athletes or other athletes coming through, what would be one message based on your growth and your development through to now that you'd give to other young people that are going through struggle and, and tough times and things like that to where you are now? Is there any sort of one thing that sticks out for you? Um, in, in what... What, well, I what, guess, like as you, as you mentioned, you've had a, you had a tough upbringing. Um, you had to sort of fight, and you had to work hard, and you needed to um, to, to to get to here. And then you've used that oh, that into yeah. the racing now. So, so giving some advice to other young people that are that are challenged and um, and battling a bit. Yeah, I think I do have a few. How do you say advices? I'd love to give one is like, if you got a a dream or something yeah you should never give up on whatever you want to do you know what i mean like that's mm -hmm. one thing because for me example i i always got told you can't be an athlete like that's not a job <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. you know and here i am i do what i love doing and then i guess another thing is um if young ones oh it must be so hard these days because there's mm -hmm. just so much going on mm -hmm. um if you can get I guess I, I only made it through because I attracted or somehow got the right, made the right people. And yeah. I got somehow just amazing support that made it all happening. Yes. And, um, yeah, if they, yeah, I wish they would just find someone that believes in them and helps them just as they did 
with me you know and, what and i mean like that, um, yeah 100 percent. so that's the that was the key yeah. thing that that one person yeah. that that makes a difference so yeah um that that it wasn't pretty <laughs> i got yeah. punished a lot for it but i had yeah. a few people they were just like nah we're just gonna do this yeah, <laughs> no matter what your parents say it's <laughs> just gonna go yeah. that way <laughs> yeah good stuff regardless yeah yeah, yeah 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 brilliant so just so so hang on to your dream hang on to your goal whatever that is and uh f- f- to to really if and just and don't give up and if you've got something you want to do just go for it like and if you are in trouble try and really just i guess a lot of people i don't know we just so ashamed to always get help yeah. like you really the thing is that even when we are sad like or whatever's going on nobody knows until we open our mouth and talk about it you know what i mean yeah. Yeah. so if you feel whatever depressed whatever go to the doctor go to someone and go and talk to talk about it like because we don't know we just assume you as you every day we talk to each you know we see people on the road and we ask them how are you going and they're like yeah. oh yeah i'm fine but you know <laughs> but yes. that's just a normal thing it's like a yes. habit yeah you always just say yeah i'm fine but sometimes jesus you talk to people and the next thing they turn around and then they kill themselves and it's like yeah. oh my god if i if i would have only known <laughs> even if i don't know yeah i would help you <laughs> yeah yeah you know 100%. what i mean like yes yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah 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 so, so in terms of your racing, you've got lots on the cards, and you're um, you're doing this full time. You're giving it heaps right now. Um, what do you love? Why do you race? What What's the thing for you that um, that makes, say, the coast to coast so special? And and why do you keep coming back to it? Ah, oh, the coast to coast. Uh, well, I'd love. Um, I definitely want to come back because I feel like I can do a lot better than I have done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess just. Oh, I just love um, racing and I guess I love racing in that terrain. It's, um, yes. I guess that's why I changed over from triathlon to multisport. I, I mean, I was okay in triathlon too, but I feel like multisport is just a bit more my, my there's my passion and it's more my element than mm-hmm. just not just, but triathlon. Yes. Um, and I guess compete and race against women is actually quite a, you know, a nice thing sometimes. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Nice. So, um, to I, some, yeah, sorry, carry on. Oh, no, I was just saying that um, it would have been nice to have a few people back, like Robin Owen or even Sophie Hart, but I know she's quite busy with her two kids. Yes, um, yeah. She's so, got a lot on the cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so calling out a few other uh, potential um, competitors going forward. Yeah, yeah, but I have to be careful, I guess, not like Dugan, uh, like Dougal, who said, oh, I wish Sam Clark would come back. <laughs> and <Yeah>. boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoops. What have I done? Yeah. Okay. So you're going to be a bit more <laughs> measured on who you call up. So what's, is there one or two other things you'd like to share uh, in regards to the coast to coast um, and in regards to your experience? Yeah, I guess. So if you have something that doesn't go to plan before you race, like you make a plan in your head. What if something, what if I have a bike crash? Like mm-hmm. even before I crashed, apparently on the first bunch ride, um, people slipped on that railway train yeah. i don't know on that and you know yeah. and it mucked up some people's like my my friend elsa rollinson it stuffed up her race you know it's yeah. like and yeah i just 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 put in before you go what if i don't know i get a flat tire mm-hmm. how do i cope with that yeah my screws are loose i jump on my bike and the saddle goes down like how do i do it does it freak me out or you know like just a few scenarios like what yes. if or running i start cramping um, yep, so work that, through those that, in your head beforehand. 
is what you're saying. Oh yeah. Yeah. And not just oh, one day you sit down, like almost maybe every week, just in case. And yep. you kind of, you can even make a list and write it down, but have that like almost like key points. And, um, or if you get nervous, just, yeah. What, what could sort of calm you down just to woo, stay in the moment. <laughs> stay in the moment. Brilliant. Yep. Yeah. Cool. And, uh, and another big thing is nutrition. You know, yeah. like you need to get your nutrition right. Like that's another big key I learned. <laughs> like this year I worked out really well. Um, last year I had a disaster. <laughs> yeah, so what was, diff- what was different uh, about your nutrition this year versus last year? I just changed a few things, what I was eating. Um, and I guess the way I, the stuff I trained with, that's what I used for race day. I didn't make yeah. any changes, which the year before I changed things just the day before, literally. And I was like, oh, how dumb can I be? <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah. And you shouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your, quickly going through nutrition, what's your go-to nutrition thing on the first bike? What do you have there? Um, I have, just in case, if I get a bit hungry, I have a little bit of bar, but not right. much, maybe half yep. a bar. Just if. a little bit of bite of something to eat. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I find it always hard on the first ride to eat much or at yep. all. But yep. I have a, a little bottle with electrolytes, maybe some noons in it, and then I have another yep. bottle with um, this um, amino acid drink stuff, which I highly recommend. <laughs> yep. Yeah, brilliant. And the mountain, mountain run, what would you do? What would your key thing, key one go-to that you'd use on the mountain run? Um, again, it's really hard to eat, but I do have some sort of a bar with me just in yeah. case and try every now and then to nibble on that. And then on the run, it's really hard. So I just stuff my face with gels eh? yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, food jumps. Yeah, yeah, and drink lots. <laughs> but it's, it's just they're so easy to digest and it doesn't take much and it doesn't make you feel like throwing up or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just really hard to eat solid stuff on that run, especially if you want to go a solid pace, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you and just walk over it or whatever, but yeah, if you're racing, then yeah, yeah I don't it's know. Different. Yeah, exactly. Because you're <laughs> yeah. puffing so much. And what about middle bike, right? What do you do? What's your nutrition thing there? On the middle bike, I have again this amino complex and try maybe and get a bar in, but usually it probably doesn't. Yeah. I can't even remember because I had this crash, so it was all a bit blurry. Uh, <laughs> Larry Fari. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then the boat, what's your nutrition thing there? Um, boat in the boat i actually ate a lot i ate two packages of um emily's bars they were yes. amazing they right. were really good and then she also put um i think two or three of these cliff good jumps on top of mm-hmm. my cockpit okay so there that's a good um, tip google gave us a few maybe was it a year ago yep. so they you just wet them and they stick on your cockpit and it's so easy to grab and um so i had two or three packages of that and then oh. again i had a amino complex in my drink yes. bladder and some electrolytes in another bladder and then just a river take in water. Right, good. And final bike ride, what did you do nutritionally there? Oh, Coke. Coca-Cola. Coke. <laughs> 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 off. Have a party. Coke. And again, my amino stuff, just in case. Yeah. Um, but yeah, usually that last ride, I, I do love having a Coke. Mm-hmm. And um, just in case I would have a, a, spare, a few spare gels, yeah. but yeah, that's brilliant. it. That's all I could have. Yeah, brilliant. Like, there's so, no way I could eat a bar. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. And, and obviously nutrition is so specific to each individual. Obviously that's what mm. you practice and that's what you, that works for you. And it might be different a little bit, like you'll keep tweaking it as you go. But um, yeah, good to get a bit of an idea of someone that's uh, racing at the top end of the field, what you actually put in your body and how you actually yeah. feel yourself to, to keep 
to keep going, getting across that finish yeah. line first. And you definitely have to try it out before race day mm -hmm. and not just once or twice. Like you really need to race or practice it in a, like sort of do a race simulation or go on a river race or go on a running race, but you need to have it tried out <laughs> a few times. Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your time, Simone. It's been awesome to chat to you and um, no worries. insights into where you've come and, and um, coast to coast and what it means to you. So yeah, thank you so much for your time and really looking forward to, cheering you on on race day and hopefully you can have another blinder and go even better come 2020. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for job. having me. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> okay, thanks, thanks, Simone. The trade secrets, Richard. I just love how our guests are giving some of their greatest trade secrets away. Uh, happy to share, aren't they? Like, uh, and that's a, one of the greatest things about this race from the support crew all the way through to athletes, just giving a helping hand and helping each other out. And uh, great to see for those athletes at the top of the field actually doing that as well. And it's actually interesting because they can give away their trade secrets because their trade secrets not always going to work for you. And the nutrition thing was really interesting there, how little she ate on a couple of sections and bits and pieces where that works for her. Yeah, because not she's not going to work for everybody. She's not out there all day either. So that, it's different, isn't it, in terms of how she copes with things and it's specific to her, as you say. Correct, correct. So uh, let's not always take a nutrition plan from one athlete and apply it to another one. Everybody's different. But it's really interesting to hear what she does do, isn't it? Um, and for me, I think the other, the other key thing is just how she coped with adversity, how she coped when things weren't going to plan. As oh, well, I got nothing, I can't dwell on this, I'm just going to get into it and do as best as I can with what I've got available. And therefore, she, um, she managed to push hard and dig deep and win the thing. Yeah, she didn't have a straight run to the finish, that's for sure. She had to overcome multiple uh, challenges along the way. But yep. like you say, it's how you overcome it. It's making those split decisions there and then. What can I do about this? Yep. Uh, can I do anything about it? Or do I just need to put my head back in the game and just get back on yeah, top exactly. of where I'm at? It's about being calm and just going, doing what I can do. And and then the other the, the other key thing, which is going to help me in my race, uh, and everyone's probably going to laugh about this, is who knows me, is actually get ready three weeks before. Well, I'm and, the world's biggest procrastinator. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, that, that's awesome because this is so much to this race. There's so much gear. There's so many logistics and things like that. Is pack yourself and get ready. And then you can uh, just be that bit more relaxed and not dashing around doing last minute jobs and then you can go and actually have an awesome race and, and race to your potential yeah 100 percent. you know like I, I i find myself the the on the eve of the race i've still got stuff spread around going have i got that i'm going to use that i'm going to that you want to get rid of all of that you want to be just yep. eating pizza and pasta and whatever chilling it is the out, night before chilling and chilling out, out friends, and exactly. actually just focusing knowing yep i've got all those things in place yep. my support crew have got all the details are going to have this here. I'm going to have that. Yep. Life is good. Yep. Let's go and enjoy it and embrace it and uh, and soak up everything that race day has to offer. So we round to the end of episode five, on the brink of episode six. Isn't that good, eh? Um, excited about episode six guest. Yes. Um, I suppose we could have a uh, a guess who moment here. This this man will be the man that's at the finish line first. Mm. Uh, but on this occasion, to hand you your beer. But he has been to the finish line first on nine occasions uh, in the longest day. Some would call him Mr. Coast to Coast. He's, so, he, he lives and breathes this event and absolutely loves it. So I don't think we need to tell you who it is. I'm sure you already know. Yep. If you don't, all the more reason to tune in next time. Brilliant. Job done. As always, spread the awesomeness. High five, Richard. We're over and out. Good job. <laughs>